adjustments. The adjustments. <laughs> Why do you say that accent? Um, because it's early. Okay. <laughs> it's not that early. It's the only. That's the only form of comedy it, my brain can. It might be early handle. for you. <laughs> it's like noon. Alexis just woke me up. Yeah. Yeah. We got a podcast. Yeah. Because I got plans today. And let's go up tomorrow. What's your name? I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. This is Hysterical History. Sure is. Where we talk about history, it's funny and weird and wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I forgot we have an email uh-huh. I gotta read first. <laughs> okay. Before you do anything. Okay. Emails first. Emails first. Okay. Everyone chant at home. Everyone chant. <laughs> do it. We had an email from Troy. Troy. I don't want to say his last name. Troy. Troy. I don't know if he wants me to. Um, and it says, hi, ladies. Love listening to the podcast here in Ottawa, Ontario. I have a drive around. I have to drive around a lot for work, so your show helps keep a smile on my face during the day. I was wondering if you could do a show, an episode on someone, but I'm not going to say who because <laughs> we're definitely doing it. We want it to be surprised. On mystery. Um, but he says, thanks, Troy. And then it says, P.S. I was in St. Thomas, Ontario a few years ago and saw a memorial statue of Jumbo there. I'm guessing that's where he died? And, you know, <laughs> Troy, even though I did that episode, I do not remember. So. Um, was I know it, they ate him in Canada. Was it on train tracks? Yeah, that's where he died, on train tracks. He died on train tracks. I don't know if he died in Canada. I think he did. I, th- I thought he did. I think he did. I don't know if it was St. Thomas. How though. soon we forget. All I know is that they <laughs> ate him. And they ate him. <laughs> but what thank a- you for emailing us. Um, we're glad that we can assist. I love every time we get an email of someone who listens to us while they drive around. It's always the best. And we almost did a transcontinental uh, Canadian road trip. Um, I guess not trans... I know, kind... Not continental. Oh, it's across the continent. Does that count? Um, trans is across, right? Yeah. We almost did a road trip across Canada. <laughs> did, did we? Yeah. When? You you were moving to Wisconsin and you were going to drive. Oh, yeah. But then didn't. Yeah. But, but yeah, that was the plan. That would have been some a point. very scary plan. I mean... But it would have been awesome. The, um, we would have needed a lot of podcasts, and I don't think podcasts really existed. Yeah, then. that's the the Alcan Highway, mm. the Alaska Canadian Highway. Alcan, like Bell Red. Yep. Yeah. Just like Bell Red. Uh, my favorite history stories are the ones that end with, and then they ate him. <laughs> they ate him. I thought you were going to say your favorite ones were, then, but this is our plan, and then it didn't happen. <laughs> gonna uh you know discover how to make gold from lead and then we just didn't we didn't we just didn't but thanks for emailing us troy (laughs) (laughs) and next time i said this into the email already but if anybody is near any locations that are related to episodes that we've done please take pictures and send them to us oh yeah that'd be fun we would love to post them on our facebook page yeah that'd be wonderful which i definitely haven't been neglecting and will post things on Wonderful. We got it. Yeah. Trust so in us. on top Trust of in us. Everything. Trust in us. Just like we trust in you, I listeners. don't like you saying trust in us over and over again. It sounds very like fascist government slogan. <laughs> trust in us. Trust in us. Trust in us. <laughs> Welcome to Night Vale. <laughs> yes. A very um, government e. Uh, but we had a bunch of spooky episodes Ooh, in October, scary. and I'm going to continue the theme. <gasps> but it's not um, even October anymore. It's not even October, you guys. We're going to get spookled by the October spookled. governors. They're going to they're gonna come and take away my spooks, man. October governors, like people who are in charge of October? Yeah. Oh. I was really confused. <laughs> of course, I, Alexis. I don't, know what of your, course. I don't know what your episode really is, so I thought that was like the name of something in your episode, like in your topic. Not really. And then I was like very confused. I was <laughs> like, like, what a stupid name. <laughs> am I supposed to? 
understand the reference. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were making a reference. <laughs> no, okay. not, not really. Uh, really no. on top of it this morning. So we're, we're going to talk about colonialism. Ooh, so scary. spooky. Ooh. The most spooks. Oh, no. Colonialism. Where? Everywhere. Oh. Uh, but specifically New Zealand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, specifically uh, New Zealand. At some point, I need to probably do an episode about African colonialism, because I took a whole class about African colonialism. Yeah. But it's not very funny. It's really it's not. It's mostly sad. It's, it's mostly Ooh. genocides. Ooh. It's mostly killing people. It's not, like, super ha-ha. <laughs> it's not what you'd call f- funny, funny. Ooh, you know what I should do? Not just uh, talking about me. Yeah. I should do an episode on funny geographies. Yes. But it's probably like a listy episode because I don't think one geography can sustain a whole episode. <laughs> geography alone cannot <laughs> sustain well, a singular geog- a single geolo- ge- geography <laughs> geography event. <laughs> anyway, un geography is not enough. You need many. Yes. That's fine. That sounds cool. Many books in geography. So we're going to talk about New Zealand. Yay. Specifically, um, they used to call them the New Zealand... Well, they do call them the New Zealand Wars. They used to call them the Maori Wars. Okay. And they don't anymore because... Um, There's more than just the Maori involved or they're not uh, involved? Yeah, okay. pretty much, pretty much. They changed in like the 1980s, so it's probably just about becoming more progressive and yeah. encompassing. I mean, when you have it uh, as like... Those people wore. Yeah, it kind of yeah. feels like, oh, who's at fault and who's the bad guy? <laughs> exactly. New Zealand's like, we everyone's at fault. We all did it. We all participated. It's like, it's I mean, that's, that's why we call it French and Indian Wars, because it's yeah. supposed to be the French and the Indians are against us, mm-hmm. even though we have Indians on our team. Right. It's very confusing. <laughs> so uh, this took place in New Zealand from 1845 to 1872-ish. Okay. Like a 2030. Recent. Yeah, like 160 years ago. Yeah. It's pretty... That's after America. <laughs> yeah. That's recent. If that comes into play, Americans take oh. part. Not really. They're kind of standing on the side, just like whispering pot shots at people. I was going to say, I've never heard of this, <laughs> so I'm surprised we're in it, but... Uh, just a little bit, you know, just as like uh, people who are visiting, really. I also don't know all of American history, so it's entirely possible. Yeah, this is like... Uh, you know, Wild West days, Civil War. I still don't know off the top of my head when the Civil War takes place in America. 18, it's around then. 18 something something. I, I, the, the date 1860 is in my mind real strong. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's in the middle of it, when it starts or when it ends, mm-hmm. but it's there. You know, let's not look it up. Let's just leave I wanna, it. I want to look it up because I want to know if I'm right. Okay, but don't tell us. Don't tell the world. It's, I can take it out. It's um, it's too sacred. It's too close. So it's sixty-one to sixty-five. There you so go. So sixty was a good year <laughs> in my brain. <laughs> sixty was like a good year. Yeah. That's a good one for me to go. Mm, mm, sixty. Sixty. The sixties are always bad. Sixties <laughs> are always bad. <laughs> I need you to do an episode where you just pick events from only the sixties. <laughs> Of like that would be so good. Ten centuries, yeah, like from and then the you're past. Like, Look, it's always bad <laughs> from the past, like millennia. And then I have to remind you two. that like good things probably happen too. I mean, <laughs> people like find there's like cool new ways to dress, and they give some people rights or something. You're really only thinking but about one sixties. That's not true. I Civil War, like lots of people died. Eighteen sixties. What were their cool dressings though? <laughs> And this actually partially takes place in the 1860s because well, it's 1845 to 1872. So a lot of Civil War happens of at some point. <laughs> yeah, which is... Uh, which really matters uh, to everyone else in the world. Everyone. It really affects the entire world, our Civil War. <laughs> and the New Zealand Wars. Civil, New Zealand. Su- civil Wars in New Zealand. I apologize in advance for our accents we're going to do, probably. Uh 
you know. Just completely unintentional. What what happens in New Zealand affects the whole world, Alexis. <laughs> well, of course. I'm just saying what happens in America doesn't. Oh, no. <laughs> not really. <laughs> At least not that one. No. That one's not really important. That one's real <laughs> insular. That one's real, like, non Anyway. Yep. So... <laughs> There, there's a surprising lack of uh, overt racial violence between Maori and visiting uh, colonizers oh, before this. Well, that's nice. Um, I mean, as, as opposed to like, uh, as we were talking about the colonialism in Africa, yeah, <laughs> which is just a, a bloodbath. It's, it's bad. really bad. I mean, when, when did they get? When when does this colonialism start happening? Oh gosh, you'd ask me. Um, I feel like they have some very like early visitors in the sixteen aughts. Okay, um, but after like Captain Cook comes by a couple times, that's right. when it becomes more of a port for whalers and travelers sure. and such. So like seventeen hundreds. Okay, I was just wondering because like sometimes it depends on how. Uh, how long we've known them? Yeah, um, I feel with a lot of this, uh, my my favorite colonizing stories are the one where the the people who already live there are um, much better at fighting and just generally everything than yeah. the British are, yeah. and the Maori are included in that. Oh, totally! Like the colonizers will come up and be like. We like uh, taking over things and killing things. And the locals are like, we agree. Right. Uh, and we're better at it than you are. Right. They're a pretty famous, like, <laughs> yeah. warrior people. Uh, it's it's pretty great. I think another part of it is that it's just so far away from England. Yeah. It's hard to rally uh, the troops. It's hard to rally. Africa's I'm, right next door. Yeah. And they have Australia there. Africa almost touches parts of it. <laughs> Europe. It's it's like real close. It's yeah. real bad. You can just follow the coast down. And you're basically there. Anyway, I will say too. It really matters who is the colonial party. Uh-huh. Like who is taking over? Yeah. Because like almost across the board, some countries are much nicer than other. I mean, obviously they're still colonizing, so it's not like a good time. Mm-hmm. Like I never would say it was good, but <laughs> Did, weren't you happy? <laughs> there are some that are very hands-off and there are some yeah. that are very hands-on micro, in business. No one likes a micromanager. Colonial it, party. Colonial micromanager. <laughs> it's the worst. It's just the worst. It's just let us be. Oh, but oh, I remember what I was going to say. So, uh, have you ever listened to Eddie Izzard's stand-up? I mean, what you've shown me. So, oh, okay. Yes-ish. Have I have I shown you his uh, flag bit? I don't know. So he has a bit about the uh, the British um, Empire. Yeah, and he's like, we uh, conquered the world by stealing countries from each other from other people, and we did mm-hmm. it with the cunning use of flags. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like you go somewhere and you're like, we we claim this land for England, and you put a flag down. People are like, uh, that's not how it works. That's, that's ours. That we live here. We've been here forever. We live here. Um, flag based uh, rule is not legal. <laughs> it's null and void. It's not. We we live here, and it is uh, return as the British Empire. Said, but do you have a flag? Hmm. But do you have a flag? I do. That's why all countries have to have flags. <laughs> That's why you have to have flags. In case you're ever wondering. Uh, and you're like, we don't have a flag. We live here. We don't, we don't need a flag. <laughs> like, well, no flag, no land. <laughs> so once colonialism stopped happening, every country that was colonized was like, we need a flag. We need flags, like, real fast. Oh, boy. Uh, so that's basically this story. Oh, no. Uh, except instead of being like, well, do you have a flag? The other people are going to be like, well, I'll show you what I think of your flag. Oh, wait. was This this was a suggested one, right? Yes. Do you know from who? No. Okay. <laughs> we lost the email. Oh, no. Uh, it might be in there. I couldn't. I couldn't find our email. I'll, but I'll look afterwards and see if I can add something in. But it was a great suggestion. We're finally doing it. Thank you so much. You. You. <laughs> we love you. Yep. Champ. Pal. Tiger. Uh, we so- automatically their dad at baseball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can do it, buddy. We, we believe in you. We believe. Trust in us. We believe in you. <laughs> Your two moms believe in you. <laughs> Your two history moms think you're great. Yep.
So uh, there's a surprising lack of racial tension before this, uh, before like the 1840s. One reason is the Musket Wars, which is basically Maori clans uh, trading for muskets with European settlers and okay. using it to go to war on each other. Um, so they're a little distracted, and they want to stay on good terms with the Europeans so they can keep getting that good gun moolah. Oh, yeah. Um, Guns are useful they're to like, kill people. They're super useful. Especially if you've never had them before. <laughs> right. Oh, baby, are we going to win? There are people in the story who uh, are so old at the time that they, like, they grew up and were born into a New Zealand that did not have, like, metals. And at the end of it, they're like, now we have guns. Do they not have, like, naturally occurring I mean, like, copper and stuff, but they don't have, um, you know, like, metal. Sure. Like, killing metal guns. (laughs) Yeah, copper's not that useful. (laughs) They, um... You know, they don't have, like, artillery shells and rocket fires. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh... Their life changes drastically, and they're like, muskets are the shiz. True. Muskets are so cool. And all the Europeans had to do was be nice, um, or they'd be killed, and the Maori had to be nice or they wouldn't get guns anymore. Sounds like a good time. So for a while, it's largely just temporary, like, wailing Europeans popping in, you know, getting resupplied. That's how it always starts. Uh, So that's, like, another reason it's kind of not overtly racial tension is because they, like... They're not, like, trying to take over yet. It's not, they're not trying to take over, and they, like, pay for all the muskets with, like, a sex trade. Oh, hi. Which at least the men in town are like, that's a fine price that we can deal with that. But uh, the early center of relations between the two is centered around the Bay of Islands, uh, which is Kororika. Okay. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Sure. Uh, Which is today known as Russell. One documentary described it as uh, being known in its day as the hellhole of the Pacific. Ooh, fun. Which uh, it might still be. I've never been there. (laughs) I'm sure it's lovely. (laughs) I'm sure it's great. live there. You know, there's always like that one town... Uh, in a place where people say, like, oh, I'm from uh, Russell. And you're like, oh, how's the um, crack? You're, the, you're, on, you're from the butt crack. Uh. <laughs> we won't specifically name any place <laughs> in America. Uh, uh, no, because there are so many. Shout out to uh, New Zealand listeners. Hey, <laughs> what's up? Tell us, um, is the Bay of Islands area kind of your butt crack? Do you live in the butt crack? Do, are you in the butt? Is it more of an armpit? Perhaps. Is it more of an armed? Uh, is it oh, still man. the hellhole of the Pacific? Tell us uh, if you know. Please email us. <laughs> I know we at least have a few Australian listeners. I don't know if we have any New Zealand people that have written in. We, we don't have any, I don't think, that have emailed us. Mm-hmm. Maybe one, but I don't think so. But we do have listeners because we have analytics and I can see you. We Yeah, trust in us. So email us. <laughs> Uh, so deep sister wants to protect you. <laughs> uh, to give you an idea of like the level of law and like peacekeeping here, kind mm-hmm. of at the time, they don't really have a police force in town. I mean, if you don't have a lot of crime, <laughs> uh, or they, if you can deal with it yourself, the only thing they have is like a vigilante force that kind of helps Ooh. clean up stuff. But superheroes, really, the only thing of import. Them, that you can find of them doing is uh, there was one guy from Sydney who came in, okay, um, and they tarred and feathered him, okay, uh, for just for being there for or? for just the worst crime imaginable. Alexis, he was their debt collecting, <laughs> and of course, and they're like, oh, you you you're here to collect money, get the tar. It's always about money. Get the tar, heat up the tar. And the feathers for our guest yep. from Sydney. Uh, enter Honoheke. He's um, local, kind of a big wig, chief the Maori. Very smart. He's like mid-30s when he steps into the limelight of history. He sounds cool. He's pretty great. One of uh, He's one of the first to sign the treaty with the British, basically agreeing to be part of the empire. 
he's good friends with some of the Europeans. He's been, uh, like, baptized, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, the way he sees it, having the British as their sugar daddy is, mm-hmm. uh, or actually, I guess their sugar mama, because it's Queen Victoria. Okay. As their uh, sugar mama is much better than being taken over by the French or, like, rum pirates and having to deal with that whole mess. That's fair. But, of course, there are American and Roman Catholics there wheedling a bit, being like, you don't want to join the British. Mm -hmm. That's, like, super not cool. Gross. Ew. They're not even Catholic. They're not Catholic. You know they changed their religion so they could get divorced? (laughs) Did you know they just get divorced? And they're so proud of it. It's weird. (laughs) Were, Were the... French, like, thinking about taking it over? Or, like, were they, like, in talks with people? Um, I don't know if they were in talks, uh, but there there seems to have been a threat of French kind of taking over. I'm just curious because it's so far away. It is really far away. And I know that, like, eventually they get over to, um, like, Southeast Asia. (laughs) Yeah. But even that isn't as far away as New Zealand. (laughs) See, they had played Risk when they were growing up. And and they they, know. They know. You need Australia. You need Australasia. You need to get into Australasia, and you need a foothold so you can... It's the only way you can win. It's the only way you can win. So the French are aware of this (laughs) in the 1840s. But they're like, it's so far away. But it's so far away. And it's the 1840s, and we don't really care. Well, and it's actually funny because you saying, like, they're like, oh, we don't want the French here. I'm mm-hmm. like, when I was talking about, like, people being hands-off and hands-on, like the, the French fr- are very hands-off. <laughs> the French tend they to be hands-off. They pretty off. much just let you do the same thing, and they're just like, you're just going to give us some of your stuff. Mm-hmm. But they affect things almost not at all, <laughs> which sounds like that's got to yeah. be, like, British propaganda being like, well, you don't want the French to get in here. <laughs> yeah, and it might They're going to control everything you do, whereas the English... Are much more controlling. They're a little bit generally. more. They're a little bit more. They have more of an agenda on yeah. the ground. Uh, French just want stuff. French just want like they don't really stuff. care about the people. Yeah, it's like whatever. Uh, but Hono Heke signs, and over time, like five hundred more chiefs end up signing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he kind of opens the floodgates. I see. Uh, the treaty agrees that Maori um, have all the rights and privileges of British subjects. Which sure. is cool. They're getting that good mana from Queen Victoria, who's like the big honcho. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty it's pretty good. In exchange, this is all in exchange for their acknowledgement that the British are like the high rulers or whatever. Right. I'm waiting uh, for the turn. <laughs> yeah, there's always a turn. Uh, with as, colonialism? <laughs> yeah. There's always a turn. As Americans, we're very familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because uh, some Americans in this eventually be like, "We told you so. <laughs> You're stupid. We told you. We it's tried always to- bad to be British. <laughs> we tried to tell you, but you didn't listen. Don't you remember when we kicked them out? Uh, so Heke comes to regret his decision pretty fast, like within a couple years. Yeah, uh, which isn't really that long. Uh, it opens. He signs all bright eyed and bushy tailed, <laughs> and then yeah. And uh, some people, of course, who are very down on, um, you know, indigenous peoples. I assume this is more like an old history book kind of oh, line of thinking. Sure. Or like, they signed it away for blankets and beads and nonsense. And it's like, no, they knew what they were doing. And they're much better at everything than you right. are. So it's it's like the blankets were nice, but really they just want to keep living yeah. as they are. Uh, and have you not, like, get up in their biz anymore. Right, with you talking about, like, them threatening from different colonial powers, it sounds like it's like, well, the devil we know is better than the devil we don't. Yeah, so far you've been pretty chill here. Yeah, like, they don't, they haven't given them any reason to think that that's a bad plan. Yeah, it's mostly just, like, a bunch of, um, you know... Like, these white people want to, like, take care of us, basically. They just, like, wander Mm -hmm. around places looking lost, asking you to sign bits of paper. They're not too bad. Yeah. Uh, but it opens the gates for more Europeans to come in and settle. Of course. The British are super excited to exercise their right to purchase Maori lands, which mm-hmm. some chiefs are um, excited to sell. They're like, fine, come in and buy your stuff. But some aren't. But there's always pressure and like yeah. building pressure to of like course. sell off your stuff. Well, I'm sure some of them are like, man, I can get rid of this piece of crap land that we haven't yeah. used at all. Those idiots. Someone they... actually wants to buy this garbage? No, everybody else knows what an armpit it is. Yeah. They won't buy it, but now we have these idiots. 
uh, who are going to live here uh, for 160 years and farm sheep or something. Yay. You know, so that's pretty much all that is done in New Zealand. Sheep. Is sheep and don't, hobbit Don't things. they grow, or don't they grow? Don't they <laughs> raise, um, like, elk I or deer? Oh, yeah. I swear they do. Because that's where our uh, elk steak came mm-hmm. from. Yeah. that's And that's every time I look up how to order <laughs> elk or deer, it's always, like, New Zealand. And I'm like... Why can't we it, there's do it closer? A, there's nowhere closer. Just, we, we have no offense, New Zealand, but you're so far away from us. It's very strange it's because almost hard to get farther away. We have elk <laughs> yeah. here, lots of them, lots of them, and I space do, and lots of space to grow them. Why are we? Why are we importing no, elk? In my quest to buy elk steak, just straight up and not have to hunt it, the yeah. only place I found locally that raises elk does it for like charity. Yeah, and they won't let me buy it. We we went on a, just a hunt for elk after we had our elk steaks. We're like, we gotta get more it's of this. So good, dude. It's so delicious. Oh, it's the best of meats. Anyway, it's like meat candy. <laughs> anyway, so beautiful. Tangent. So, and if you want to send us some elk steaks. <laughs> No, don't. We'll get a P.O. box. Oh, my gosh. You're just going to get a lump of bloody meat in the mail from New Zealand. <laughs> and we'll be like, yes. Oh, thank you. So good. We love it. <laughs> it's the best gift I've ever received. Thank you. Uh, so the the economy uh, in the north in the Bay of Islands, where this is, Uh, It kind of plunges dramatically after they sign because suddenly there are all these new tariffs and taxes. And they're like, what are taxes? This is bull honky. I hate it. Since when? And uh, additionally, they move the capital of New Zealand from Kororaka to Auckland in the south. Okay. I've heard of Auckland. Yes. Uh, So that makes sense. is it still the capital? I feel it's an important bit. I have heard of it. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> Which is a lot. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've heard of anywhere else. <laughs> anywhere else in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, so they move the capital like 200 kilometers south. Okay. Uh, and I think they like discover copper there. So there's like a big like economic boom around that area. Sure. And then because of like the tariffs and stuff. They're not getting any business anymore. And it's like, so we signed the treaty and suddenly you're in here, you know, buying up all our land. There's no business anymore. Yep. Which, uh, this you isn't. moved our capital. This isn't what we signed up for. You're not allowed to just move it. This is bull honky. And they're like, WTF, dude. <laughs> so the. And the British are like, tricked ya. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, the government tries to wrangle missionaries. Um. And, and just the government itself does this. They try to convince the chiefs of their goodwill. Mm-hmm. And that's like, oh, it's like a temporary thing. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And it works for some of the chiefs, but not for Honoheke. He's he's too smart. He's just more pissed. He's, he's so, like, on the nose when it comes to what these people are thinking. Right. I, wanna, I wanted to say, um, I hate... In history things, when you read it, like you were saying, like they're like, they traded it for blankets and beads. <laughs> what a bunch of stupid And all that stuff, because it's like, it's like, oh, how dumb they are that they have a different culture. They've never interacted <laughs> with your culture, and then yeah. they aren't explained things, like, yeah. in a honest, proper way. Yeah. And so then, weird that they sign a contract they don't understand, and then it destroys them. Right. Because, like, the thing they sign, it's translated, some of them can speak English, but sure. it's translated for them. Right. And, like, if they, and it's not like they speak perfect English and understand everything. And understand, or like, like, the British law code. Right. No one does. No, not even the British. No understand. one understands. Otherwise, why would they wear those wigs? <laughs> Explain. They're only doing even it. Even now they wear the wigs. They're doing it to distract from the fact that they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> They want to look cool <laughs> so that you don't question them. If I'm wearing a wig, no one will question what I'm doing because I'm wearing a wig and only crazy That's people do colonialist, that. That's colo- <laughs> what colonialists thought too because they were British and then they were like, just kidding, that's dumb. I have a wig and a flag. Take and, me seriously. And therefore, I win. Uh, and, uh, so they try to convince people that they're not full of beans <laughs> and... 
Heke just gets more PO'd. Yeah. And, of course, the American visitors are like, yeah, it is unfair that you're being taxed. <laughs> we agree. Yeah, so they're like whispering in their ear, like that's the question I was going to have. Is like they probably people the Maori probably have no idea about Americans. Why would they know? Uh, I mean, because well, like whaling ships, like whaling ships come there, so they get visitors from all over the place. And so they they know Americans basically just because it's the hellhole of the Pacific, and everyone ends up there eventually. But I mean, they probably don't know like our history with the British. Uh, yeah, not like They're right off the bat. Detailed. I'm sure the Americans let them know about it in detail. Oh, of course. Which uh, some sources I was reading on, they're like, Honoheke was inspired by the Americans uh, rebelling and telling the British to F off. And he's like, that's a great idea. I'm going to do that. Oh, that sounds like fun. Uh, but the Maori and Honoheke, they aren't fools. They want British to keep trading with them and giving them tech and weapons. Like, they're still a good ally. They just, like, hate that they're behaving like this. Yeah, yeah. And they don't have to put up with it. And the uh, French missionaries and the Americans have told them all these stories Mm -hmm. about how to deal with the British. And (laughs) And it's called kicking in the nuts. (laughs) The importance of dramatic gestures and getting British attention. Uh Uh-huh. Tea in the harbor. (laughs) You got to chuck something in the water or destroy something that they just love more than anything. You got to yell really loud. You got to just yell. Uh, And tea is actually a great example of that. Like, because really the Brits love wigs and tea. And And nothing else. And flags. (laughs) And flags, really. So there's, there's a hill near town, Flagstaff Hill. Has a, a big. I wonder if there's a flag. There's a big pole staff thing with okay. a flag on it. Oh. And at that moment. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. After they sign the treaty, it starts flying the Union Jack. Of course. Because, uh, you know, when else? Wait, no, sorry. It's the Union flag. Uh, flag. It's only the Union Jack when it's on one of Her Majesty's ships. Flag um, specialists have looked into that, and it is disputed whether or not that's true. Okay. Which I looked up. I'm like, can I call it the Union Jack? <laughs> can I? Uh, it's like, uh, flag experts looked into it in like 2013, and they're like, it's on the fence. Go ahead. Okay. Knock yourselves out, kids. Okay. Whatever you want. I just I remember learning that from the Tour de France, because mm-hmm. the people who talk are British, right? Yeah. Over the Tour de France, uh-huh. in the English version. And so they were like, someone said Union Jack, and they were like, no, it's a Union flag. I think it's becoming uh, one of those things you just use to like... Actually, yeah. Well, actually, well, actually, um, I'm going I to just did. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to jump in and correct you on your flag. I was just excited because I knew something. <laughs> it and is then it exciting. turns out it's wrong. Well, well not wrong. It's but a contest- disputed, disputed um, of, of dispute. But the thing in the Tour de France that was ridiculous to me and my dad was they were like, "Oh, haha, they've hung it upside down," and I was like, "What? There is a right side there up. There is. There is. But when you look at it, it looks pretty." Parallel, especially when on it's all sides. on a bike boy and he just zipped past well, it it's ninety not on a miles bike. an hour. It was, on a, it was on like a building. Oh, the, the building doesn't zip by as fast. No, if you're on the bike, it zips by pretty fast. You're like, <laughs> it's true. They're going quite fast. Was it upside down? I was too busy. Also, half of, like or most of them aren't from England, so they don't care. <laughs> right? No one cares. Like, uh, I'm I'm from uh, Slovenia. I gotta go. I don't I don't give a gosh dang <laughs> what your flag is. So there, there's the hill, Flagstaff yes. Hill, there's a flag on it. And uh, in July 1844, uh, Heke, or actually like one of his good friends, they climb up the hill and they just cut that thing down. Yeah. They just hack it down. Do it. They're like, screw you. Screw Flags you are dumb. <laughs> Flags are dumb. <laughs> we have a flag. No, you don't. <laughs> Since when? Since uh, what flag? I don't you should see. check. I don't Do you still have a flag? Ha- have you checked recently? <laughs> You checked on your flag. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's that's weird. The flag's gone. Like, what? And then they run outside and go, oh, that's, what do you mean? It's, it's gone. on the ground. <gasps> it's on the ground. No. It's touching the dirt. We have to go home. <laughs> you, you've won. <laughs> you've clearly won. You've bested us. Outsmarted us. At our own game. <laughs> At our own flag game. Our own flag game. I just, I just love imagining the little, you know, little helper boy who noticed it first yeah and had to go tell his superior officers he's like don't shoot the messenger but <sighs> the uh the flag is on the ground flag's gone what do you mean you know how usually there's like a, a flag on the hill on flagstaff hill um there's the flag on top 
it's gone. Uh, it's not there anymore. You know how we call it flag stamp? Uh, you know <laughs> because how? Because there's a flag. Uh, it's not there anymore. I think we have to rename it. Oh, what, ha- well, what happened? What do you what, mean what it's happened? not there? Hard, hard to say, really. It might, you know, just be a gang of, like, drunk sailors. Yeah. Or it might uh, have been Honoheke who left this angry letter explaining all the reasons why he's not happy. With yeah, Martin Luther <laughs> all the God! All the reasons he's very unhappy. Nail it to the church. There might be a hint in that letter somewhere. I haven't read it. Uh, so Heke is incensed about the the Union flag flying, which is some, a symbol of British government. I just wanted to say D's nuts. D's nuts. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? Oh, no, Heke just wants to say D's nuts. <laughs> I, I feel like if it was today, he would. I feel like he said the equivalent of D's nuts. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. he does. I have I have his letter. Oh, yay. Uh, and he, he's angry that it's the flag is flying alone. Like, it isn't even that the flag is up there. It's sure. that they aren't also flying the flag of the United Tribes of New Zealand yeah, where's our beside flag? it. It's like, and look, they have a flag. They have a flag because I wanted to say this earlier. Uh, everyone does actually need a flag. There would be ships, uh, you know, of going course. between New Zealand and Sydney. And the law is if you're not flying your colors, then you can be like, you know, attacked or like all your stuff yeah, claimed. Because then you're like pirates. Right. Basically. You're up to some shady biz. But all the Declare people. Declare yourself. If all the people in the ship are Maori and they're not technically a colony yet, they're not really like British. Yeah. You can't fly the, the Union flag. Um, so they have to like invent a flag for themselves and that's what they fly and that's, that's their flag. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so Heke <laughs> like wrote this uh, to, to the governor, Governor Fitzroy. Uh, and he says, uh, Fitzroy is such an English name. It's it's pretty, pretty uh, British, isn't it? So British. Oh, the, the governor that he replaced was Hobson. Oh, no. <laughs> they said they're most British boys. I guess Fitzroy is kind of like Scottish sounding. It's uh, you, Irish. It's um, British Empire esque. Yes. It's British. You're in the family, whether mm-hmm. you like it or not. And you probably don't. <laughs> whether you like it or not. <laughs> Just like every family. Just like every Whether family. You like it or not. You're in it and no take backs. <laughs> no take backs. So his letter goes, friend governor, this is my speech to you. My disobedience and rudeness is no new thing. I inherit it from my parents, from my ancestors. That's so cute. It is really cute. It's like, you think I'm getting mad? This is how I always am. <laughs> I blame it on my daddy. <laughs> I woke up like this. <laughs> Every day I wake up mad. <laughs> Do not imagine that it is a new feature of my character, but I'm thinking of leaving off my rude conduct towards the Europeans. Now I say I will prepare another pole in order to put an end to all this current quarrel. The pole that was cut down belonged to me. I made it for the native flag, and it was never paid for by Europeans. Hey. D's nuts. D's nuts. D's nuts. I woke up like this. Possession is nine-tenths of the law, and I possessed it. It was mine. Uh, and it was very, you know, symbolic. It was a good gesture, because uh, they don't want to cause alarm to the settlers or put them in any danger. Right. Uh, they just want to, you know, uh, throw a stone or two and be like, hey, we're serious about this. I feel like maybe the Americans didn't super talk to them about what happened when they threw the tea in the harbor. Yeah. They were just like, hey, this is a good plan. Yeah, Not should. like, hey, we did that, and then we were at war for like a while, and yeah. it was kind of a miracle that we won. And it was really only because the French helped us. We really shouldn't have won. But so. you're way better at fighting than we were, so you'll you'll be okay, probably. Ooh. Uh, so luck. if the if the British couldn't protect their own flag right in the middle of their town, what uh, what does a claim of sovereignty even mean? Right. If you can't like protect your stuff, uh, the governor no. the governor disagrees. He's like, no, there should be one flag. They end up oh surprise surprise <laughs> right. Uh, no one's surprised. Uh, the British end up re-erecting that flag uh, without the Maori flag, and it was leveled two more times. In January. Do it. Height of summer. And they're like, uh, no, we're, we're going to cut it down again. Yeah. 
stop it. It's going to keep happening until you listen to us. They cut it down again. I love their tenacity. They're like, well, we're just going to do it again. I don't. You should listen to us. I love the idea that they're like, (laughs) like... It's it's funny because like this is kind of a childish fight in general, like yeah, what they're doing. Yeah. But specifically how childish the British are, like, no, I'm no. just gonna put it back, and then it gets cut, and they're like, okay, like we're just gonna what? We'll just do the same thing, <laughs> dummy. Right, and just undermine your authority like, even more. <gasps> how dare you do it again? Oh, we'll put up another but one. But we put it back. But we put it back. <laughs> it's like yeah. Do you have a flag? Oh, we don't have a flag. Gosh dang it. Uh, it gets to the point where the governor starts calling in, like, heavy artillery. Like, they have a warship in the bay. oh And they're building up armaments. In the Bay of Buttcrack. Islands. Yeah. I, I butts. <laughs> no. And uh, British and British allied Maori, the, they post guards around the flag. It's, like, high security <laughs> area. Can you imagine being the flag guard? <laughs> Hey, you were protecting the British way of life. You and your buddy just goofing the whole time. Just, just what the hell? Just goofing. Uh, there's stockades being built. Oh, gosh. It's like it's getting like stupid. Uh, the British, as they are want to do, are escalating. Dude, colonial British people are so annoying. <laughs> they like to escalate. I'm surprised they're they, so extra. I'm surprised it took so long. Honestly, no, it's true. Uh, and I think it's just because like the Maori are super scary when they want to be. Of course, yeah, well, and because they've been so nice, and they, like they've been super nice. They're gonna murder you if you if you're mean to them. Like it's so good. Why are you Why are you making this a thing? Right, they're your your scary nice friend. So, but then they keep putting it back up, and they keep being rude about it. So on the 10th to 11th of March, 1845, uh, Heke and company stage a distraction to lure the guards away so they can cut down the flag again. Awesome. Uh, And they have a segment of warriors feigning the attack on the other side of town. Unfortunately, that group, uh, like, meets a a garrison group of boys who just got up early to do some work. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, and it turns into a real scuffle. They accidentally start a real battle. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Uh, so the guards Whoops. from the Flagstaff had off to support them, and Heke's men cut the flag down for a fourth time, and this is how the uh, war starts, Sorry, basically. all I can think of is the American, like, American people talking to them and being like, no, no, you're supposed to dress up as the natives <laughs> to trick them, and they're like, we are the natives, and we, it's like, oh, we are yeah, the that doesn't work as well. They didn't kill all of us mm. with blankets. Yeah. We're still. I don't here. know. I don't know how to do it when you're not white. Yeah, <laughs> mm. that's weird. You, pro- you probably haven't handled. And after that, You'll the Americans just disappeared. <laughs> they never came back. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go hang out somewhere else. Oh, it stopped being fun here. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna go drink in Sydney or wherever. So the the warship in the harbor, the HMS Hazard, starts firing cannon fire all over the hills uh, trying to hit Maori who are dodging and sniping from cover I think like four people are killed in this it's not like a proper battle but people are dying all the European civilians pile into ships and escape into the harbor uh, but when it becomes clear Heke isn't uh, like mistreating prisoners he's like returning them to safety like we don't that's not like what we're Doing, we just wanted to cut down the flag. We don't want to like hurt civilians. What a good boy! He's a good boy. Uh, it becomes clear they aren't harming civilians. All the civilians come back and they start sacking the town together. Oh, heck, he's like, uh, don't sack the town just because it's empty of people. And everyone's like, nah, 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 we're gonna sack it. We're, gonna do it. <laughs> we're totally gonna sack it. There's one, uh, one little anecdote of a guy like, meeting someone coming the other direction with his hands just full of stolen candy. And he's like, hey, you want one? Uh, no, no, thank you. That's the softest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) This is New Zealand. It's like, uh, Alyssa and I just watched the third Purge movie, The First Purge. Yeah. (laughs) And... It's really bad. Yeah. But the whole time, every time I watch The Purge, all I can think about is I'm like, why are these people going around and murdering people or, like, raping people? I'm going around and stealing clothes and food. Right. That's it. That's how you defeat the higher-ups. 
steal all the clothes mm-hmm. from like designer places, yeah. and then the next day sell them on eBay. Yeah, you're gonna make so much money, and that's how the new communist uprising happens. That's how you win the purge. The, the people take back the means of production and all the money, and the people who did the purge are like, "Oh, it didn't work. We thought they would just kill each other." Whoops. Hmm. That's how you beat the government that's at the you, purge. <laughs> that's how you beat the government at the purge. So, listeners, in case you were wondering, also this guy steal all the candy. I know he just like <laughs> he goes for the lollipops. He's like, I'm gonna. Ah, I've been waiting. <laughs> I'm like, how old is he? <laughs> He's so excited. Is he twelve. He's so happy. Is he seven? Uh, the the HMS hazard ruins all the fun by firing more cannons we and everyone to, We need to teach up. that guy, sorry. We need to teach him about Halloween. <laughs> he, maybe He'll he invented. Lose his he, mind. Oh my gosh. You just like get it for free. You don't have to sack a town. He's like, what? You They'll don't have to give you candy for free? You don't have and to. And I get to dress up? You don't have to pillage? Amazing. What's the, what's the catch? It's only once a year, honey. Mm-hmm. Sweetie, it's only once a year, but the candy might be poisoned. Probably not. There might very be unlikely. Very but unlikely. It could happen. Uh, but if you're smart, you can ration it out so it lasts all year. And he's like, <gasps> and he just dies of a heart attack. He's like, like oh my gosh. He's so excited. Oh my gosh. Anyway, it's so, sorry. It's so beautiful. <laughs> I interrupted you. It's so beautiful. So uh, this starts the war, which yeah. which goes on for a while. It's it's a really fascinating war. Uh, the British are, they have superior firepower and they're, they have the advantage of being like full time. Of like course. they're just there to put this to rest. Whereas the Maori, uh, even the warriors, they, you know, have to do part time because they're, they're like, also like tending we, the land. We and, live here. You know, yeah. they have to, you know, just tend to the daily life of living somewhere. <laughs> they gotta live. They gotta live, brah. Uh, and the, the villages, um, uh, some uh, sometimes often tend to be high up on hills, kind of facing the ocean, which is very cool. good defensively if you're expecting yes. an attack from other Maori. It's not good if you are getting attacked by warships by the British no. Empire. It's almost like they're laid out as a target when they're like that. Yeah. So that's not so great. Uh oh. Additionally, there's opposition from other tribes, the loyalists who don't want to lose valuable trading or favor with the British. Uh, Tamadi Wakanene is the big honcho for those forces. Okay. And um, the fighting between Wakanene and Honoheke is, it starts off almost kind of nice-ish. They have, um, you know, they return prisoners. They, like, yeah. take nights off. It's, you know. Cute. Kind of casual. It's cash. But it escalates to crop burning and name-calling. Mm. There's a, re- a really cute New Zealand documentary that uh, I think we can link to. It, it's just on YouTube. Okay. Maybe not legitimately, but it's on YouTube. Sure. And they have, like, scenes of, like, really energetic, almost, like, house tech music, like, drums. Oh, nice. And, like, music. Uh, and a voiceover is like, and then and then the battle commenced, and it's like, and then there was blood everywhere. And it's just, <gasps> while the camera is panning over just the most peaceful, lovely New Zealand farmland. Yeah. yeah. And there's, like, sheep grazing. Dum- and <laughs> It's so cute. <laughs> You're like, what? It's absolutely hilarious. That's, that's amazing. Uh, so at, at one battle, Heke wants to rescue one of his important warriors who's been shot. And his war priest tells him, like, oh, you can't. You're going to lose God's favor. And Heke's like, F you. I do what I want. Uh, and he goes and have rescues. Have you heard of my family? <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm Hono Heke. And he does. Uh, and he gets, like, shot in the leg that puts him out of commission for months. Oh, no. Uh, but he, I think he does save the dude. Um, but he's kind of out of out of commission for a while. Yeah, it's not uh, good. Kao Iti, Kao Iti, I think is how you say it. Something like that. Anyway, sure. his, his second in command, his second bro, uh, fellow chieftain who's, like, 90 years old. He's, like, super old. He's mm-hmm. been there through all the musket wars and just everything. He... Uh, kind of handles thing while Heke is uh, recovering. Okay. And they basically invent modern trench warfare. Ooh. Uh, exciting. It is exciting. So they're outnumbered. We won't get that in Europe for a <laughs> hundred years. And it's, or not a hundred. Fifty? When does this happen? Is it uh, like 1850s? 1840, yeah, 1840s okay. through 1860s. We won't get that for 60 years. Yeah, not for a while. 
but so they're outnumbered like six to one against the British. The British um, start building up defenses. They want to attack while Kaoidi um, is just in charge and Heke's out with a shot wound. Of course. Uh, and like at, at one place, they keep up the bombardment for a week, like shelling it, um, cannon fire, uh, moving up their lines slowly, just, you know, creeping, creeping up against a, a paw or like a village uh, with walls. And, uh, you know, they're not really getting a whole lot back. So they think they think they they got they got this in the bag. They're like we're winning clearly, uh, and then they finally make a charge up to the gates, and it's just a slaughter. <laughs> there's there's two fences and a firing trench that the Maori are kind of hidden under. Okay, and then they can just kind of poke their muskets out between the fence and the trench, uh, and and just like you know have a field day with it. That's pretty amazing. Uh, the the. The the fence and just the stuff out on the field, it's not really there to stop the British. It's just there to slow them down. Yeah. And it's just a kill zone, and they win, like, very easily. Hell yeah. And, uh, you know, all the Maori safely hidden deep in pits. They even have, uh, like, underground little caverns. It's basically anti-artillery bunkers. Ooh. They are, like, so on top of this. Dude. It's, it's silly, stupid they how much better they are at this than the British. They're nailing it. <laughs> They're nailing it. It's amazing. They just wait until the British are feeling good enough to charge up into the kill zone, and then it's just it's over. It's all over. They're like we've the British are like we've never fought someone who like was good. Ah man, they're like way better at this. We are <laughs> awkward. Uh, the that the the one loss suspends any military action for months. Oh wow, really? Uh, it's it's really bad. That's severe. It's pretty bad, and it gives Hecke time to recover. He um he writes to Governor Fitzroy in May eighteen forty five. So while the war is going on. Okay. He says, Governor, you are the representative of the queen. <laughs> you're a big doofus face. <laughs> by whom you were sent. So basically he's like, you're not the boss. Uh-huh. Send me the boss. I know who your boss is, and she's better than you. I'd like to speak with your boss. And he says, I shall write to her. Hey. To restore us the sovereignty of our island. I have heard she's a good woman. She and sure is, baby. She will not desire that our land shall be purchased with the blood of soldiers and the natives. So he's like, um, I'm, I'm just thought I'd write to tell you. But Victoria uh, has way bigger balls than you do, my dude. And it's, um, yeah. you're really hecking up the situation here. Uh, and then me and Vicky are going to kick your butt together. Hmm. And they're going to send you to be a governor in Australia. That's how much they're going to hate you. Gross. It's To Prison be- Island. <laughs> To Prison Island. No offense, Australia. We like you, but, but this at is, this time, this, you're Prison Island. This is a New Zealand episode, and therefore you are the butt monkey <laughs> of the jokes. Sorry. Sorry. You and that bay. You and the bay. Uh, when <laughs> The Bay of Islands. When Fitzroy loses that whole trench warfare 1.0 battle, he's replaced pretty much immediately by the... I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> by the military governor, George Gray, who's 34 years old. He's a trained soldier. Um, he, everyone describes him as an able governor and it's, it's very consistent in how everyone uses that word, able. Hmm. So I think there's some kind of, uh, applied terminology here. Like, oh, Governor Gray, he's the able governor. So after that. (laughs) Like they have disabled governors and he's the only (laughs) able one. He he got stuff. He got a thing done. He's in the able body fit squad. He's able body fit squad governor. He can do it. Uh, after the loss, there were prompts of peace talks from the British, I believe. <laughs> they were like, please don't hurt um, us anymore. What if we didn't do this? Please. And Hecke was amendable. Really bad. Because war is expensive. Of course. Gray, on the other hand, expressed uh, interest in peace while simultaneously bolstering his forces. He's the new dude. Yeah. Yeah. Which is slimy uh, behavior. It's not chill. Very uh Colonizing British typical behavior, though. Yeah, he, we should all expect this. But Hecke is like so over it. Uh, Governor, um, he's like, you ready to get stomped again? Uh, it's fine. I'll just wipe the board with you too. Whatever. They. I get, need to speak to your boss. <laughs> get me the queen on the horn, <laughs> and I will just rat you out. It'll be great. Yeah. 
Uh, Governor Gray was they they described as the most able of New Zealand's New Zealand's uh, first governors. He's the ablest of all the able men. <laughs> they keep saying it. I don't know. I think it's a way of being polite. He got stuff. He signed papers, and he was able. It's really I, weird. It's I don't know history. If you're man. British, send us what <laughs> able means. What is that like slang what is it for? Code word. What are they actually saying here? Uh, so Honoheke and Kauidi gave Gray a completely empty victory uh, at Rua Peka Peka by digging in, again, like trench style, just before Christmas until 11th of January. And then uh, they simply withdrew, oh. leaving the British with uh, just an empty, flaccid musket in their hand. Mm. And uh, the clever tactic resulted basically in a stalemate. The British will tell you that they won that, uh, and it was a decisive victory. Oh, yeah. But that fort was built for the sole purpose of fighting the British, and it had no worth whatsoever. Right. They don't care. Uh, If you look at the area today, it looks like uh, like the Normandy cliffs look like in France. Like... There was some serious shelling going on of that ground right. for a while, and it's just like grassed over pock marks in the earth. Mm. It's uh, so it's, it's a bit of a skirmish. So then they took the fort, and it was valueless. There's no one captured. There's no. It's not a good location. The other side didn't like lose any of their forces. Uh, but this, the the British say, is their decisive victory. And after this. Uh, Peace hap- feast follows first with Wakanene and Honoheke, and then with Gray. And this is interesting. There's no loss of land, no punitive measures, no punishment. Okay. And the flagstaff at uh, Kororaka is not re-erected until after Heke and Kauidi had passed away. Hmm. So they're like, uh, don't put it back up. Not while those guys are around. Not while they're still alive. Don't, mm, don't do it. Although I want to say Kawiti's like son or grandson is the one who put it back up. Okay. And I think they put up both, but I'm not sure. I mean, history is all about spin. It's all about just so spin. So you can say, wow, we really won. <laughs> yeah. And Gray is trying to play it off as a victory. He's like, oh, we, we won so hard. Well, of course, because he has to report back to Queen Victoria. <laughs> right. And he makes the Maori sound like just petty, upset children. And he's like, I don't even know why they were fighting in the first place. Oh, little baby. We're so good to them. Oh, why but, are they uh, mad at me? Trench warfare and tactics won the day, and you don't want to mess with... Maori who have muskets and trench warfare. It's nope. Bad time for you, especially in a place that you don't know really well. And you're so far away from reinforcements. Yeah, you're like months away from reinforcements. Right. This is a this is a Russo-Japanese war situation. Yeah. Just stop. Stop. You're not gonna. You can't win. You're not gonna win. You can't. It's too far away. <laughs> it's too far, my dude. <laughs> yeah. And they have, you know, they have some forces in Australia, but it's... But when know. you don't have, like, airplanes... Yeah, you don't have airplanes. You, uh, like, have steamboats. Uh, yeah. Ish. Sail, sail ships. Yeah. You might have steamboats. It's around that time-ish. Around, it's around, a little early, I think. Around, around there. Bad. Yeah. Won't work. It's not going to work. So um, they won, essentially. And uh, Honoheke retired. Yeah, they won. They won for... Nice. uh, I think Honoheke dies, like, very soon after, like, a few years later. Well, yeah, the stress of all these British people. Yeah, he gets... uh, It'll get you every time. He gets tuberculosis. It's very sad. Uh, As many... Happens to many people. Almost happened to me. Yeah. (laughs) Edit. Do you remember how I almost suffered? Uh, every time I get a reading, it's inconclusive, so I could die at any moment. Probably. So that, that's probably a, that's the story of the the New Zealand wars. Nice. And they still have the the flagstaff there, and um, cool. Like I think, like they before they have invited um, the governors down to like participate in like the flag ceremony or whatever they do okay. for the day and this this year eight, 2018 they the governor actually like appeared and like participated Aww. which is very nice. nice yeah 
Nice symbolic gesture after 160 years of... <laughs> like, hey, we're cool, man. Pettiness. It's cool. You we're, won. It's cool. Good job. We're all New Zealanders now. It's great. We're all Kiwis. Cool times. Cool, cool times. Beans. Cool times. Oh, all the beans. Remember when you freaking nailed them? <laughs> it was great. Awesome. Because uh, it's, it's at that time in history where everyone can kind of poop on the British and it's fine. Yay. It's fine. It's fine. Sorry, British people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We know we have a lot of British listeners. We love you. We have some really great British listeners, but, and we love you. I mean, you. Brit- more than anyone, British people know their history is like, oof. They're aware. Oof. <laughs> They're aware of what they did. Well, what their ancestors did. Yeah. What was done. You know, don't, we don't blame you. You're it's not involved. Fine. Yeah. You're just lucky. That's the thing that, you got to uh, learn. Yeah. When you do history stuff that, like... Your what your people might have done in previous times is not you. You didn't do anything. You would never do that You're thing. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah, when people are like, oh, I can't believe we did that. I'm like, no, no, no. America did that. You're not involved. You're 30 years old. <laughs> You're 30. D's nuts. D's nuts. D's nuts are only 30. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> you ever think about that? How the nuts are 30 years old? No. Yeah. Okay. That's what that's what go. haunts me, really. <laughs> anyway, um, New Zealand, you have great history. Yeah, it was a good time. Thank yeah. you to insert name here. <laughs> insert name here. We loved your suggestion. Who suggested it? And um, we're gonna have a flood of suggestions that you can't even handle. Mm-hmm. My next two episodes, at least, are gonna be suggestions. Yeah, we're from getting the people. We are getting through suggests. We're doing it. It's going to be Is great. Is it because we ran out of our own ideas? Maybe. Hey, how <laughs> dare you? <laughs> or is it just because we finally kicked our butt into gear? Maybe. Went through the emails and we're like, hey, there's a lot of emails here that uh, we haven't really looked at in a while. That was great. I was Ugh. about to go through and make a list and then Haley was like, oh, I did that this morning. And I was like, hell yeah. Now I don't got to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we we both ran out of ideas at the hell same. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we're in control. Trust us. <laughs> we know what we're doing. Big sisters always watch. Sign our treaty. It's um, fine. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us an email with a suggestion so we can keep <laughs> having ideas, it's hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to leave us a review, we would love you to do that on iTunes or on Stitcher or wherever you can do it. Um, and if you can't, just like talk to people about yeah. us if you can. Share it on Do like, you know people? Share it on Twitter. Share it in your yeah. book group at the library. Yeah. Make make a little like sticky note Ooh, and be you like, know what we should heard? do. What? Um, we should do you I don't know. Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah, I agree. So <laughs> good idea. We we have business cards. Yes. But we get them printed somewhere. Yes. Do we have the template? You've made it. Yes. So we have the template for yes. it. We should Post them on our Facebook page. Oh, and people, and then can people like, could print them out. Print them out, yeah. If they want to, yeah. You too could have our business card. You, you too can have <laughs> our business card. We're actually running out. Yeah, we um, after a year. There they are. Uh, we keep them here in the podcast room. Yep. Some of them have ladies on them, like our logo, and some of them have uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, <laughs> Napoleon. Uh, I mean Napoleon. <laughs> The other very famous, famous man. Famous science man, Napoleon. <laughs> the other famous astrophysicist, <laughs> Napoleon Bonaparte. No. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. It just says United States. <laughs> it doesn't even get Pick it. up, it's Trump. You pick gotta, up, it's the United States calling. You gotta pick up. What is 646 four, area code? What is 646? New York City. <gasps> that was my big break. <laughs> I gotta go. This is the time. Goodbye, listeners. <laughs> Goodbye. Sorry. Anyway, um, we should try to do that. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool beans. Hell yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, it's an idea. <laughs> yeah. So, so thanks for listening no, and for reviewing and emailing us. And we're, you know, starting a suggestion, so you really should send us a suggestion now, because I promise it will happen <laughs> oh, as yeah. long as we can make it work. Yeah. 
Um, so maybe send us more than one, just in case. Yeah. So we'll definitely do one of them. Here, here's all these funny things I heard about history. Yeah. Or even different things. send us like your questions about history. Yeah. That'd be fun. We should do a question episode where we answer questions. Yeah. Or we'll try to. Maybe for the hundred. For the hundred. It's looming. For the hundred. Last one was this is seventy eight. Mm-hmm. So it's a common. It's a common. If we get, if we get enough questions, we can do a question episode. Because I think we were going to do like would be cool. the, the history of hysterical. I mean, we can still do that. But I like, I, like, both. I like the idea of doing I don't know that the history of hysterical is a whole episode. <laughs> it totally is. It's you all about so? the uterus, man. It's all, I'm, I'm just saying I don't know if there's that much information. Oh, I got I got info. Okay. I got info. You can do it. And it re- I'll do questions. It really starts. <laughs> it starts slapping around the Victorian era. Ooh, she slap. But it's all the way back to ancient Greece. Oh. Mm-hmm. Since the dawn of time. But we won't tell you that because that's going to be an episode maybe. Probably. At some point. Maybe not, a, maybe not a hundred. Anyway. We'll see. Stay frosty. Yeah. Tear down that flag. Uh, and then put up a thing that says these nuts. <laughs> Tear down a flag today. Yep. As a form of uh, civil disobedience. Mm-hmm. But only if you, like, you know, um, if you're being taken over. <laughs> if you're being taken over by Britain. I mean, anybody. Oh, yeah, or America. But, um... Russia. But don't do it just because there's a flag nearby. <laughs> right. Don't just do it because you're bored. That's not, that's not civil rebellion. That's just vandalism. Yes. If you're bored, it's not being a rebel. Yeah. You're just bored. If you don't have a cause, you're... Just go, doesn't just count. go chop down a tree. No. Why not? Only if you're allowed to. I mean, of course, but there's plenty. I'm from okay. Alaska. I'm used to just you're like... You're not allowed in most places <laughs> to just chop down trees. We. That's so weird to Why me. Why not? What? Why there's can't you, so many, and they're just there. They're just there out in the woods. No one's going to know. There's so much woods. Bye. <laughs> Stay frosty. <Okay. laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>